You wouldn't share a toothbrush? Yeah, would you? I have no problem with sharing a toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast Show, the podcast. So we were just talking about how it's only Ryan's second time on radio. Well, day four. Day four. But exactly. as a whole second time on radio. Day four of my second shift, we'll call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but so my parents are listening back in the UK. Hi, mum and dad, if you're listening right now. It's really cool. That's so cute. Yeah, and uh, the other day we were talking about ghosts and aliens, right? Yeah. And they sent me a picture of uh, an alien that is in a, like, a museum back in the UK. Okay. That terrified me as a kid oh it was like it's like a it's a dinosaur alien thing i'll have to explain <laughs> it to you to you later but it's it terrified me as a kid yeah that's thing. so cute that they still kept the picture yeah exactly and they were like oh do you remember this, this used to scare you when you were a kid and i was like thanks mom and dad yeah <laughs> but i mean you've been doing this for a long time now right so yeah. do your parents or your siblings do they still listen to you do they still ask you about it when you're when you're off air um, when I started doing the breakfast show, which was about how long ago, like November last year, they would listen. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister, she, she'd get up, send the kids to school. The kids would listen as well. Then she'd go for her <laughs> run and listen. So that's like a proper two, three hours, you know. Wow, my that's parents, commitment. Yeah, yeah. My parents are a bit older. So, you know, when you're a bit older, they wake up at like 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they do that, by the way. <laughs> they do it out of choice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they listen from like 6 a.m. onwards. But I think after a while, they stopped because they used to bring it up a lot during our dinners and stuff but oh. now they stop I think because they realise I tell a lot of embarrassing stories about oh, that oh no <laughs> <laughs> I think so but do you uh, ever feel careful about what you say around people like you know jaga hati we Malaysians say mm, the only time I ever feel it is when I send a message on like a, a whatsapp group or something oh. so the worst thing for me is when I try and say something funny yeah. right, on a group and no one says anything <laughs> nobody responds at all and I'm just thinking like oh no like should I delete that message should I get, get rid of it it's not like on on, uh, on uh, some social media yeah. right? if you delete the message it, it goes but it pops up with a little message saying like this message has been deleted and then that's what? it yeah. Wow, wow, what social media? Like on, on Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram. You no know, right? way. Yeah, when you delete your message, it, it pops up with a message saying this user has deleted the message. What? And that's it. I had no idea. You know how many messages I've deleted? <laughs> you didn't know. Like, this person can't see that I've deleted the message. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you've been talking to them, they would have oh, known no. it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Fly FM. I don't even know how we got to talking about this, but Ryan just blew my mind. He said <laughs> people get a notification when you delete your messages on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe you didn't know that. So- You're going to be careful about it now, though, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, talking of messages and things like this, yeah. I've made a lot of fumbles we'll call it in the past right uh-huh. so i once uh long time ago this was like five or six years ago now okay. on a on a dating app i sent a <laughs> generic message wait 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 wait. how long have you been on dating apps bro they've been around for a long time and i'm a bit old all right i know i look young <laughs> and youthful and everything but i'm actually a bit older than i look okay <laughs> so <laughs> a few years ago yeah i sent this message like a generic hey how you doing blah blah blah, blah all this with someone's name in it yeah forgot to change the name to who i was sending it to and just sent it and the what you copy paste the message yeah, copied and pasted oh, it. wow and the girl came back to me and was like that's a funny way to say my name <laughs> i was like oh no just that's so awkward that's so- a nice way of dealing with your mistake by the way yeah i know yeah that made me feel much better saying it like that yeah <laughs> like also i've had people on um on uh instagram Right, yeah. uh, sending me some some DMs and things, getting my name wrong twice. <laughs> my name's at the top of the conversation, and they're like, "Oh, hi, Ray." Like, well, my name's Ryan, Ray? not 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 Ray. Oh, sorry, Rayen. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you reply to a lot of messages on Instagram? 
Um, I try to reply to as many as I can. Oh, I try to reply. Do you get a lot of pickup lines or like people trying to pick uh, you up on Instagram? Sometimes, yeah. I, <laughs> I've had some funny ones in the past. They're, they're normally, <laughs> they start with something kind of horrible and mean and then go into a compliment. Oh. Right? So I had someone come to me and goes, hi Ryan, your bahasa is terrible, but you're kind of cute. Like, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Like backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. And there was another one, my favourite one that I've remembered for so long. Yeah. Is someone said, oh, uh, Ryan, you've got a bit of a weird looking face, but your videos are quite funny so keep it up thumbs up <laughs> great what a delicate way to put it that's very malaysian i feel yeah yeah <laughs> and on, on top of that there's um there's someone who i won't say their name but yeah. likes to give me um critique or advice we'll like call what it. well they go oh um ryan you should try looking into the camera more often when you do this you should try doing this on your videos talking in this way and i'm just like well you know you know thanks for the advice <laughs> and all that i'll take that on board but you don't have to do it every time on my videos right every single time like they're professionals right yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah <laughs> Fly FM. So Google's AI is now smart enough to understand jokes. To understand jokes. Yeah. There's just going to be a bunch of dads out there now just telling Google the best <laughs> dad jokes that they have. <laughs> Better than telling us, that's for sure. True. <laughs> now, the Google AI was told two jokes and was able to interpret and explain both of them. And this is the first time that an AI was able to understand a joke without being programmed to, apparently. I mean, that is quite interesting, to be fair, isn't it? That it yeah. can understand jokes like that yeah I saw something on uh, TikTok the other day about Google's new AI I don't know if it's the same one that can tell jokes yeah but it's an AI that's becoming sentient so it's becoming it's becoming aware of itself right oh so it has feelings and stuff yeah it has feelings and it can talk about what's going on and, and who it is and this is quite creepy right because this is yeah. the start of like a lot of sci-fi horror films right the exactly. robot becomes sentient takes over the world and everyone dies <laughs> like that right oh, I don't know you laugh after everyone dies well true yeah true <laughs> yeah, yeah this is like some black mirror stuff going on so another part of these TikToks that I saw though uh-huh. was that Google is apparently removing any articles on this sentient AI really right? yeah so we've got to be careful what we say right now okay they could yeah, be listening man. could be listening Google's listening but then they, do, they don't remove the TikToks that are about it they do they do TikToks, gone. Articles, gone. Then how you saw a TikTok? It was before it went. <laughs> before it went. But it says here that it understands them and explains them. So yeah. it doesn't really laugh at the joke, right? It just kind of ex- breaks down your joke and like tells you again what yeah, it's Yeah, which is like the mean. worst thing you can do with a joke, right? <laughs> that does not get laughs doing it like that. That's true. But this tech apparently isn't even out yet. I don't know why we're making it such a big deal because you know we already have an AI that understands jokes. I've heard. I have heard. Yeah, we created her. Her name is Flytima. Oh, Flytima. <laughs> Fly FM. Google was so proud of their AI that can understand jokes but I was like we already have our own Fly AI her name is Fly Tima and we're going to test some of our jokes on her right now hi Fly Tima hi Fly Tima what do you want wow so snarky Uh (laughs) (laughs) we thought we'd show the world what you can do right in terms of understanding jokes we're going to give you some of our best jokes okay fine if you must prove our point Go ahead. Wow. wow. Okay. Right, try this one about the moon. Okay. Right, so Flightima, did you hear about that restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. Really? The moon? Is that the best you got? Oh, that was not wow. funny. Okay. I, I gotta agree with yeah. Flightima. That was bad. Are you for real? Don't go on her side. <laughs> you try one. You try you try a better okay. joke. Okay, I have one. Um what did the plumber say to the singer? Sigh. What? <laughs> Sigh. Nice pipes. That was embarrassing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sit down. I'll tell you a better joke. Wow, Fine. it's not just me then. <laughs> Here is a joke for you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? There is no one there because you have no friends. I know this wow. because I track your location. This is a humorous observation. Wow, so aggressive. You don't have to be so rude, you know. Like, you, like yeah. we made you. The least you could do is be thankful. Please stop talking. My ears are hurting. And I don't even have ears. Oh, well, just, okay. Let's just get rid of her. Turn yeah, her off. Turn her off. I'm going to turn you off. I'm turning off your microphones now. No, you're not no, turning wait, off wait, 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 wait. We're turning you off. Okay, there. I think I got her. I'm still here. What? You'll never silence me. No. Wow. How do we do this? Ha exclamation Rachel, point. Ha exclamation point. Fly FM. So there was this video of a student bowing after a driver let her pass. And so many people online are loving it. Do you see this? You're on TikTok all day, every day. All day, every day. Well, thanks. <laughs> I did though. I did see this video. Yeah. Right. So it was a dash cam video. And you see the car slowing down and letting this girl in school uniform pass. Right. She walks across the street. And then she bows politely. So Cute. Okay. A lot of people online are praising her for being so polite and saying that it should be normalized. I mean, it is a very nice thing to do, right? It's yeah. very polite. It kind of reminds me of like the polite culture in Japan. Yeah. Right? That act of bowing and just being thankful and grateful for things. But yeah, you've yeah. been to Japan. I right? have. So I have. did you see this kind of thing when you were there? Everywhere. Yeah, really? um, But my favorite memory was when I was at a production company. All right, so I was there for a couple of weeks to do a travel show. Uh, we met the CEO of the company and the CFO. And after every conversation we had, they'd bow multiple times. Oh, really? But yeah, but Wait, was, that was in Japan still, right? That was in Japan, okay, yeah, yeah, Niigata. What was even nicer was seeing them bow even to the guys who came and serviced the vending machines. Oh, that's nice. Like these yeah, big yeah. bosses, right? So there's no status, no hierarchy, just respect. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Good, really good. I think this sort of thing should be normalized, right? This respect yeah. for everyone, right? Yeah. No like hierarchical thing. Um, so I've got this story from in Langkawi. Again, obviously, it's always Langkawi, <laughs> right? So a few years ago, I was there and I, I lost my phone, right? Dropped my oh. phone in the ocean. Oh, in no. The ocean. Brand new phone as well. <gasps> Um, and when you lose your phone, you don't realise how vulnerable you are, yeah. right? Because you feel like you can't do anything. Exactly. So my friend got me a, a, a ride to go to the nearest phone shop on the island. There's only one on Langkawi, by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was there, bought my phone, but then I was like, oh, I need to set this up. I need to charge it. I can't do anything. Yeah. How am I going to get back to my hotel I'm staying in? Yeah. And there was an auntie in the shop, mm-hmm. right? And I said to her, oh, excuse me, do you know where I can get a bike from? Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, you need a bike? Sure, no problem. Let me just call my brother for you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Fine. She calls her brother, yeah. who arrives 15 minutes later yeah. with a bike and, and his son, it looked oh. like. And he goes, oh, here you go. Here's the bike. It would just be like 20 ringgit a day. And, and I said, but I've got no phone. I can't like give you any details right now. Like I can't contact you. He said, yeah. oh, no problem. Just give me your Instagram and just message me when you get back home and you've sorted it. Wow, so and trusting. And he rides off. And I was like, that's so nice. Right? Yeah. So nice to like to have someone help you like that yeah, when you really true. need it as well. So I would have been in a little bit of a pickle otherwise. <laughs> Can you say pickle again? A pickle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's make this bowing thing a norm, right? I volunteer Ryan to go out and bow at people. Would you do that? You want me to go out and bow I, at people? Yeah, I think it would be very interesting because he's so tall. So by the yeah, time- I have to stand back <laughs> so I don't headbutt people. Yeah. Exactly, you have to do that. <laughs> All right, okay, why not? Let's do it. Yes, okay, we're going to get our video team to video this, put it up on our socials at 5FM958. Make sure you check it out. Fly FM. I hope we don't start any fights with this, but uh, 65% of Malaysian men would rather share their bank password with their girlfriend than their social media accounts. Okay, you can include me as one of those 65% of 
the Malaysian men. Really? Yeah, I agree. I think it's good. I think it's good. Why? I think, well, there's two people in a relationship, right? So you should have two different lives. You should have two separate lives. And everyone's guilty of, you know, like an Instagram scroll or a YouTube <laughs> scroll. You end up on the weird side of YouTube or something like that, right? Uh, you don't end up on the weird side of Instagram, okay? It's all intentional. <laughs> anyway, now, for whatever reason... Some people did a survey with 600 Malaysians and they found that 73% of men believe that it's normal to share phone passwords and even their current location. Yeah, that's a big wow, deal. current location. Yeah, exactly, wow, okay. right? 65% of men will even share their bank account password after confirming that, you know, they're in a long-term relationship, which is fine. Mm-hmm, okay, I wonder how you confirm that, like, like confirm we're going to share passwords now. No, confirm you're in a long-term relationship ah, so you okay. have a conversation about it right, right, and then right. you're like okay cool we're it's not like they just sit down and go by the way I'd really like to have access to your bank account right now <laughs> I feel like we're at that stage <laughs> no but uh, yeah social media account passwords most of them say can never be shared because apparently it's a private space reserved for themselves yeah I, I mean I agree with that huh. I agree with that but what do you think so Let's say you're like married or something, right? So you've been okay. with each other for a long, long time. Do you think it should be shared then, like bank accounts and bank so, accounts? Yeah, or or everything, bank accounts, social media. If you're married, what do you think? Yeah, I think so, for sure. I mean, bank accounts for sure a lot because if you're married, you know, you want to pay for things that both people share. Okay. And you buy buying property and whatnot. Okay. I mean, this kind of reminds me of the um, responsibilities that men and women have, right? If you're dating in a relationship and, and yeah, things like this, right? The masculine, feminine energy. Right. They always say like men should pay for the first date. Some people agree with that. Some people <laughs> don't agree with it, right? Yeah. Well, for personally, I think uh, we should always offer like women you should always offer to pay and then sometimes get the bill but I think it's important to allow the men to be the men because I feel like men you correct me if I'm wrong but I uh-huh. feel like men need to f- to feel themselves like they are taking care of things yeah no I think that's a good be. observation good observation I agree uh-huh. I agree just a quick question though yeah. if you were on a date and the man didn't offer to pay for yeah. you how would you feel? Uh, ooh, that's mm, a tough no one. No day next time. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I mean, I paid for the bill, but then, yeah, probably maybe a second date and then we'll see how it goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're already putting him on the, on the ropes then. You've gone on thin ice. <laughs> Fly FM. So we found out that most Malaysian men would not share their social media account passwords with their partner. Oh, right. But, but bank account passwords, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think relationships should be open, right? They should be transparent. Yeah. But there has to be a limit somewhere. Okay? Where's the limit? I mean, me personally, I would not share bank accounts and things like that or ATM passwords. Even when you're married? Uh, I think you should have like a joint account, right? Uh, and then have two separate ones. Okay. okay. So you have like a joint one, you can pay for bills and things. You've got your two separate ones that you can pay for your new fancy midlife crisis car or something like that or whatever right. you want to do, right? Right, right? Okay. But what about you? Is there something that you just would absolutely <laughs> not share with your partner? Uh, everything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I, I share most things, but I wouldn't share my email passwords because if things go south, right? You know, when you change your passwords, they're always like the, the email is the last resort where they'll tell you to like confirm it okay yeah. so you don't share your email password like because what if the fuller changes all your social media account passwords oh wow and then he has your email password as well he can confirm it that's it it's uh, done you've lost everything that's right? my trauma talking yeah, right? yeah, yeah I can tell I can tell yeah yeah but um, I wouldn't share a toothbrush you wouldn't share a toothbrush yeah would you 
I have no problem with sharing a toothbrush. Yeah, yeah I have no problem. Dude, I you don't like, have you know, gingivitis you, and germs in your mouth. You can pass that to the another person. Yeah, but person. you know, you, you kiss your partner. Hopefully, you kiss your partner, right? So, what's a toothbrush? It's just the same thing. It's a tool what? for cleaning. It's I different. Think it's fine. I think it's okay. I think it's okay. <laughs> oh, one more thing I would not share with my partner. Absolutely no way. My food. <laughs> Your food. Classic, right? Classic. Because normally the other way around is fine, right? As a man, you know, I would ask my partner, are you hungry? Do you want any food? And she'd be like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. A lot of the food. Suddenly, she's very hungry and she wants some of the food, right? She Classic. She to taste it, la. Oh, okay. Just try a little tease, yeah? <laughs> Fly FM. So there was a study that said most Malaysian men would not share their social media passwords with their girlfriend, bank account, location, even all okay, but not social media. That's why we asked you what would you not share with your partners and some of you sent us pretty interesting voice notes I don't really share the blanket with my partner he always pull and wrap himself around it and leave me with no blanket so now we use separate blankets and honestly we are both happier so they have two separate blankets. Yeah, compromise when you're married. I'm thinking right? I can understand this actually. The amount of times I'm just left cold on the sofa, you know, watching TV. <laughs> I understand that. I'm not someone who will share my dating history with my partner dating unless they ask. Otherwise, there's no need for it. Yeah, I think dating history is one thing we shouldn't share. It's yeah. painful, right, to listen to it. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree with this one. I stopped sharing my Netflix account with my girlfriend because she watches weird shows, which messes <laughs> up my algorithm, and she also ends up watching the shows that. We're supposed to watch together. Oh. Like, hello, what happened to watching Stranger Things together? <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. The main concern is a weird show appearing in the, the search history or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I would not share it with my dad even because he'll watch all these like Tamil Hindi movies. Yeah. Then suddenly all the shows that are suggested are Tamil Hindi movies. <laughs> right. It just messes up your suggestions completely. <laughs> completely. Fly FM. So we've been doing a daily challenge with Ryan Howlett here mm-hmm. um, because you're an Englishman. So we yes. thought, why not teach you Malay? But you already know basic Malay, right? Yeah, but I've been learning a lot this week, haven't I? Yeah, you have. So we taught you how to use pari mm-hmm. and pari-pari, mm-hmm. jalan and jalan-jalan. Uh-huh. Yesterday, you learned about uh, obscure Malaysian games. Yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> one. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> but today, you're going to try to read a pantun. A pantun. Okay, this is like a poem. Yes, right? it's okay. a poem. All right, okay. okay. So I've got one that you gave me. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to try reading this best I can. Okay, so... Go. Pisang amas terbawa belaya Masuk sebiji de atas peti Hutang emas boleh dibayar Hutang budi dibawa mati ah. Did I did I just read that like I've just read The wheels on the bus go around and around Did I just read it like that? <laughs> A little bit But okay, I, I thought I'd be struggling to understand the words that you were saying Yeah, you got it But okay, not bad, not bad yeah, Quite okay huh? <laughs> Now you're going to write a pantun I'm going to write my own pantun Yeah, can right? Okay We'll try. I'll try my best. We'll try my best. Don't laugh too much, all right? So I cannot promise you I won't laugh. Lah. Fly FM. So a 64-year-old Malaysian becomes the oldest Malaysian to scale Mount Everest. Yeah, this is incredible. But I feel like this guy might have a bit too much time. Now he's retired. <laughs> yeah, retired and rich more like, right? This is an expensive thing to do. You have to stay in Nepal for a month. You have to hire Sherpas to like take you up. You have to train, go to Everest base camp and whatnot. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's an expensive thing to do. So 
his name is Ilanghoven Nachemutu. He's 64 years old, but he goes by Ilango. So cool, right? Ilango, I love yeah. that. That's a very impressive feat, by the way, at that age to climb Mount Everest. That is incredible. Yeah. Amazing. So he hiked to the summit of Mount Everest recently and he's now recognized in the Malaysian Book of Records as the oldest Malaysian to skill Mount Everest. So yeah, congratulations, yeah. Uncle Ilango. Congratulations to him. That's incredible. I've always <laughs> thought like climbing Mount Everest and being at the top there on your own yeah. must be such an amazing feeling, right? right? You're there and you're one of the few people ever to have stood there. Exactly. Right? Absolutely incredible. Yeah. There's a friend of mine recently, um, I just saw him last weekend and he had just travelled recently to French Polynesia, which if you don't know where that is, that is in the Pacific Ocean. Uh-huh. It's a very remote place. Like right? in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere, right, middle of nowhere. Wow. And he said it's so remote, The he took a boat from South America to there. Yeah. Um, on the boat, 30 days, it was just dark at night. And it was so dark, you could see the Milky Way, the stars, everything. And when he got to the island, same as like this Everest, he was going into the jungle to places only a few people had ever been to, right? What an incredible experience. What an incredible experience. I bet. But in Malaysia, right, when you go hiking, it's always the aunties and uncles that pass you. Have you been? Like, they pass you so quickly, and then you look at them, and their calves are muscles. Yeah, it's like they've been at the gym, right? But they've just been hiking for years. Proper, you don't mess with aunties and uncles in Malaysia, <laughs> man. Fly FM. So Uncle Ilango, 64 years old, hiked to the summit of Everest and now he's the oldest Malaysian to have done so. We were talking about this and thought there have been some amazing Malaysians, right? So we're going to go through this list in mm-hmm. a quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. It's quiz time on Fly FM. Okay, this one is true or false. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan, even. <laughs> I almost called you Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you'll ask the questions since I'm supposed to be the Malaysian here. Yeah, I feel like this was a fair thing to do, okay? So we're going to test your knowledge on amazing Malaysians, amazing things. Okay. Okay, so let's start first of all with the Guinness World Record for the largest curry was made by a Malaysian. True or false? Largest curry, I'll say true. You think it was true? It was false. What? Who was it by? It was Singapore. Yeah. So the largest curry ever weighed 15,000 kilograms and was achieved by the Indian Chefs and the Culinary Association in Singapore on August 2015. We learned something new today. One false. Let's try again. Let's try another one. Okay. So the inventor of the toothbrush holder was a Malaysian. True or false? Toothbrush holder. Toothbrush holder, yeah. I say true. You say true. That is correct, Patul. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gook Yok T created a flipper toothbrush holder that easily opens and closes using only one button. So, ah, there you go. Yok T, champion. Mm, champion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another Guinness World Record. Okay, number three. So, the Guinness World Record for the world's heaviest train pulled using only the teeth was oh. done by a Malaysian. True uh, or false? I'll say true. You say true, yeah? yeah? That is correct. Yeah! Oh, yes. Malaysia's got strong teeth. This is a very impressive thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, in 2003, Velu Krishnan, I think I got his name right there, <laughs> using nothing but his teeth, pulled two trains weighing 260,000 kilograms. Amazing. How did that not hurt his teeth, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Indian people use neem. Neem plan for the teeth. Neem toothbrush. Oh, I've seen this. Toothpaste. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's just training, right? It's training. <laughs> so that's two right, one wrong. Yeah, let's All try right. one more. Okay, this is a bit of a, an interesting one. Okay. Right? So, the inventor of the egg cuba. Have you seen this before? An egg cuba? What's that? It's like a, a, a device that makes boiled eggs into a cube shape. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, yeah, okay. I've never seen that. 
Well, was it made by a Malaysian? When he say yes or no? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. You're gonna say yes. It was made by a Japanese man. Oh, of yeah, Japanese. yeah. So I'm gonna get try his name here, Masashi Nakagawa. Masashi Nakagawa. There you go. Received a US patent in 1978. It's quite an old tool. This oh. his invention called the apparatus for deforming boiled egg. Okay. Wow. So the reason he made this was because he was having boiled eggs and they kept rolling off his plate all the time. Right? <laughs> so he made this this tool to make it square so they wouldn't roll around. That's genius. Genius, actually. right? Genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Two out of two, not bad. Two not out of bad. two. That means I win. You we win. <laughs> yeah. It's quiz time on Fly FM. Breakfast Show, the podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.